Welcome to Tig's Bits. This week, we're talking a little bit about everything, including football, possibly having a bit of a therapy session. Uh, you know, we're about a third of the way into the football season, and it's going well for some. For others, it's not going quite so well. But, you know, that is just the name of the game. We're missing JR this week, but good news for you Justin Moore podcast fans. They are back at it. They're bringing us content, so go and check them out. Go check out the Justin Moore podcast. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow wherever you are seeing or hearing this podcast. Let's jump into it. Glossy, the one-man posse. It is so good to see you tonight. Where the hell are you coming from this time? No, oh, I'm back to the hotel, you know, back to the hotel. Oh, oh yeah. I'm it's back. Like in, in uh, too deep, aren't you? That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> is that, wasn't that the name of that band? Yes, I'm back. I'm back in Opelika, Alabama here. Okay. And, um, out here at the lovely Robert Trent Jones Golf Course, staying at the Auburn Marriott Resort. Um, yeah, it was a nice day today. Got in this afternoon, rested up, got a nap a little bit, and then, yeah. you know, got a little food in. Now, here we are now talking. So, good to see you, brother. It's a nice, it was a nice, pleasant afternoon to ease into a work week starting tomorrow, you know. Let's just jump right into this. It's football season. I've got a lot on my mind. You know, we try to. frustrated, aren't you? Yeah, I'm not happy. Yeah, I'm not happy yeah. at all, you know. Uh, so this is going to be a little bit of a therapy session for me, too. I've kind of held it in. 24-hour rule. Well, we're, we're damn near on 24 hours, and I ain't over it, okay? So those of y'all listening out there, we talk a lot about food, music, culture, UFOs, crazy stuff, have a lot of guests and stuff like that on. We've had Troy. We've talked about Troy extensively. This is not a Troy show. This is not an LSU show. This is not an Alabama show. This is none of those, but it's Tig's Bits, and uh, kind of the moniker started with the whole LSU thing, and, and I look, I'm not embarrassed to be an LSU fan, but I am absolutely embarrassed at the performance that that defense put out against Ole Miss yesterday. Hats off to Ole Miss. You know, nobody could stop anybody in that game. It's getting a little frustrating. It just seems to kind of be that's where we're at. For entertainment value, though, it's pretty it's pretty strong, right? You know, you're oh, scoring you're, 100 you're, points or whatever, you know. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you – yeah, absolutely. If you're not – if you weren't an LSU fan or an Ole Miss fan, you're just watching outside of – outside of the world that's a that was a hell of an entertaining game it was like whoever has the ball last is possibly yeah. going to win which it was the case lsu had the ball had a shot to win it but dude you 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 score 49 points on the road you have over 600 yards of offense you're gonna win that game nine out of ten times not yesterday though not, not yesterday, yesterday man. man so yeah. i I don't know what's going to happen. They, uh, yeah, they're kind of stuck with with the players that they've got right now. You just got to hope that they can develop. If you're an LSU fan, and can somehow make a run, they're not out of it. They still control their own destiny. Uh, but <laughs> they get to go against the best wide receiver this coming weekend in Missouri. Uh, he leads the nation in receiving yards. So, you yeah. know, he's just absolutely licking his chops. Oh yeah. Well, you know the thing about it though, dude. I mean, it's. Man, football season's such a crazy 
cycle, you know, and not like diving off in Detroit. It's like, but I watched us at the first of the year go up against um, Kansas State, and I just really yeah. thought we were going to go into that game and play really well. And we really, really hurt ourselves. I mean, there were some things we did that were good in that game, but we hurt ourselves so much. And I began to wonder, okay, I don't think we had the defense we had last year. And then we, you know, we win one, then we lose a real close one that we were winning those close ones last year. And I was like, oh, man, you know, we, we don't look bad. But, man, and then this week, suddenly our defense played lights out. Offense got things going. And then suddenly yeah. you're like, now I'm feeling like, okay, this is just, this is the team I thought that they were going to be. But, dude, you never know still. Like, you know, in two more weeks it could change back. And then you go, oh, never mind. That's who they were. Or either they just continue to roll or – what yeah. they are now doesn't necessarily mean what they're going to be at the end of the year. I guess that's my that's only right. point because you just don't know, yeah. man. It's, it's wild. No, it, this is the wildest season of college football that I've ever seen at, at all levels. They're, they're, number one, there is no defense in college football anymore. It's not just that. Was that's not a odd one off of LSU and and Ole Miss. There there is zero zero defense. Yeah. In college football right now, uh, I mean, look at USC, look at Oklahoma, look at all the, look at all of these teams. Alabama gives up points. You know, Mississippi State's terrible, and they, they, they were in the game uh, as much as Mississippi State can be. You know, it'll, uh, it, it's just something. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the transfer portal. There's no continuity with teams that they've been together. They're veterans. They've been juniors. You know, they're, they're, they've grown up together and they just keep getting better. Whoever has that, that is the teams that you're going to see at the end of this season. It ain't going to be LSU. I can tell you that they're not, they're, they're, they're not, they're not fixable. <laughs> they're not, I hope that they can get better because their offense is as good as any in the country. They're I think the number two offense uh, statistically, their defense is number 117. That ain't gonna cut it. So they're gonna be in any ball game because they can score. But you like, gotta get stops. can you win the track? You meet? Yeah, no, you do. Yeah. You do, especially in the SEC. And, and you know, it's you, you got to have defense. And I'm not gonna keep to pound the Troy drum, but that's the one thing right now. We have a phenomenal defense, phenomenal, just like we did last and that's year. Good. And it won and that's all our games get you last somewhere. Year, and it is, and it keeps us in every game. And if our offense can just find some sparks, you know what I mean? Like, we have a chance. We just, you know, Georgia State, dude, they were undefeated coming in there. And I was really worried about that game. I've watched them play. I was like, that is a really good football team. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really scared of this one. And, dude, we, they've been averaging 37 points a game, and they scored one touchdown. Yeah. So, so, you know, but, yeah. I feel the opposite right now, but when you when you get yeah. there, and I've seen it's, it's especially in SEC, man. That's 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 a place you get so exposed. You know, <laughs> well, you, you get exposed. I mean, we were exposed yesterday against Ole Miss. I I know what's coming. If they can't write this ship quick, this is going this is going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly ugly quick. I hope that they will make some changes. Uh, you know, internally, I, I need to get rid of Matt House. That's the defensive coordinator, and I've got a feeling he will. Be be on his way out they had they overachieved last year but if you look back and you see the amount of points that they gave up in every single contest this has been a problem this has been a problem not we're used to having really good defenses at LSU that's the bread and butter it's DBU and all that man they look slow they played 10 yards off the ball all game they just played a lot of zone I, and they never made any adjustments. Uh, it, it was just, it's frustrating to watch. But I can harp on that 
all day long, and that is not what this show's going to be about today at all. I don't want to get, I don't want to lose everybody just talking about LSU and Troy and all that. Brantley's a little frustrated if y'all don't realize. I don't know if y'all realize. Oh, I am not happy about this. Yeah. Pissed off, dude. Pissed off. I don't like it. And I've been, (laughs) I I had to to address it. I didn't even know what to say. Like, it's just, uh, I can't, yeah, that's a tough one. I didn't send you anything. I didn't send. Nope. Great guy. You didn't. Hey, it's okay, man. I just moved on. I had to like. It that's happen. what you got to do. Yeah, I flushed <laughs> it pretty much as soon as it was over. I went to bed is what I did. I was like, <laughs> you know, not much longer after that, I finished that Notre Dame and Duke game. And then I was like, yeah, I'm done with football. And then today, get to start off and, you know, the Saints, here we go. Saints in Tampa Bay to control the NFC South and bring some balance the, back to you. Watch the Saints yeah. do well. Like, yeah, let's yeah, get something. Yeah. 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 No, that didn't happen no, either. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> the hell with football. Tiggs is done with football. We're here. We are October. The first is when we're recording this. Tiggs is done with football. At least we had playoff baseball coming up. I'm looking forward to that. Congrats to the Houston Astros for winning the West. The AL West. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm focused on other things at this point. The Saints. Until next weekend, Brantley. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Until I next mean, yeah, weekend. I mean, You're yeah, not I mean, focused on anything but football. Don't lie to yourself. It's true. Yeah. I'm not. I, it's just what I tell myself. <laughs> we talk about the first of the today. season. Enjoy it. Enjoy each week. And then there's going to be ebbs and there's going to be flows. And, man, hey, suddenly you could be looking down the road in three or four weeks and you know, and then you win this unbelievable football game, and then you go, <laughs> you know, like you never know, man. You never. We're know. back. The, well, the ebbs and flows are flowing the wrong way at the moment, but you know, hopefully, I hopefully get it. things can turn around for my Tigers when they play the Missouri Tigers in Columbia. So, not an easy task. I don't know. Some reason LSU comes out as a seven point favorite. By the time y'all are listening to this, it, that's probably going to change, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're seeing that 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 we're not. But anyhow, man. Anyhow, not a fun, not a fun weekend for football in the state of Louisiana. But you know, we ain't never lost a party, Blasey. That's true. Never, well, never, ever. So, yeah. It, but yeah, it's crazy, man. There's wrapping that up. There's a lot of good football teams. There's a lot of good teams with some really unbelievable offenses that can do crazy stuff in any given week. I mean, look at Colorado. They're like helter-skelter. You know what I mean? They get blown out by Oregon, and then they come in this week against USC, and dude, you know, almost pull that off, you know? They did. They were getting smoked, and they hung in there, and then just started coming back. I mean, another point of defense. It wasn't like he got exposed. No, No. it's it's just, it's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's the most wide open I've ever seen college football who anybody who's ranked in the top 10 or 12 if you have one loss or less i mean you're you're in this even a two loss lsu even a two loss lsu say they were to run the table they're not but let's say that they were they could get back in it could get interesting you know but and speaking where i'm sitting right now how about auburn almost beating georgia I mean, Auburn if it played for that tight end until the end of the game, when I have no idea why they didn't have him double teamed or at least manned, manned <laughs> up with somebody, drop it in, you know, drop it into some zone help. But yeah, other than that, dude, Auburn played unbelievable. Man, they, Took it they right down to the end of the fan- game. 
They did. They played fantastic. They have nothing to hang their heads about. That's I, a pro goal. Better watch. They may be getting oh, better yeah. each week. You know, that may be that they are the getting the better year. each week, and yeah. they can run the football, man. Yeah, they can run it, and that, that's. I mean, we get to play them too. They're coming up. It's just like, <laughs> you know, it's like shit. All of these games that look so good on paper a couple weeks ago are just starting to go. Oh Lord, we can't stop anybody. They're just going to run it down our damn throat. So I mean, <laughs> I'm not laughing. I just get it. Like, what do you do? Yeah, it's like, what are we going to do? It's like Mike but Tyson we'll coming at you. Like, eh, I'm about to hit you with this right. Yeah, it's not much I can do about it. <laughs> just a little off balance. You can get it right this weekend, LSU. Get it right in Columbia, Missouri, and let's uh, let's see what can happen. You know, but man. It's uh, it's it's wide open. I don't see any one team in college football at this point. I mean, we're a quarter way through the season. Basically, yep. we're 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 a third of the way through, and I don't see one team that I'm just going, oh yeah, that that's the best team in the country, including Georgia. I don't think they are one of no, the best teams in the country, but, but they're, they're not. not they just they're not as dumb. They, they don't look as dumb. They're going to get beat. Somebody yes. is going to beat them. Yes, you know, and and then you can go to Florida State. They they almost lost to Boston College, but they they look good. They look they look like they're they're legit. Michigan, if they can keep handling business, Ohio State, the usual suspects. But uh, imagine if this year was the year of the 12 team playoff. Imagine like the chaos in that playoff would be wild because any team could probably yeah. win, you know? Yes. So there's where yes. a 12 team playoff is going to be magnificent of a tournament. It's not going to be like you just got one and two sitting there. When a year like yeah. this, dude, who, who knows? It, every game's going right. to matter. I can't wait for it. I think it's great, man. I think it's going yeah. to be awesome. I think it's going. I, I think it is too. Sport I, I, through the roof, <laughs> like Coach, uh, like Coach Sumrall said, it's going to be like March Madness, but with football. Oh my and, god! And, uh, yeah, that's insane. <laughs> so, that's insane. I can't wait. Like here we go on a Saturday in December. There are eight ball games, eight playoff games. Win and move on. Lose and go home. Like. Yeah, there won't be eight, but whatever, six. No, dude, it, six it's it's going to be so. that cool. It's like I like basketball, okay, right? Let me just be real. Like yeah. I watch a basket and go into a basketball game is phenomenal. Like it is like it's cool. Yeah. And when the tournament comes around, I get engaged, and that tournament is so cool. It's so awesome. Like the energy from it, those different rounds, and you get the Cinderella teams rolling, and yeah. all all the drama that plays out. Now you combine a sport like football, which I'm highly passionate about. Then you throw in that with it. I mean, we may explode. I mean, this may be like too much to handle. <laughs> it's going to be nuts. And I don't think that the defenses in college football this year in 2023 are going to get that much better in 2024. So I, I think that it's just, it's the transfer portal. It's the NIL. It's the, let me get the best player that there is that you think is going to work for your program kind of deal and then you're seeing that doesn't work out every time and it's not working out with some places it is working out with some you know but it's the moving parts all around football there's no continuity that is what's it's watering the game down some in my opinion yeah but I think it will fix itself uh at, at some point I haven't mentioned this to you I just thought about it. I have a good buddy of mine uh, that I went to high school with. His name's Alan Jordan, and we played baseball together. And uh, he was a, he was a pitcher. He's a great pitcher. 
and his son just signed, just committed to to the Texas Longhorns. I bring this up. He's going to come on our show in the spring whenever we kind of start to talk a little bit about uh, the national championship LSU Tiger baseball team uh, and other things, but just wanted to plug that. Uh, but he, he's going he's gonna to be coming on, and he has some very interesting takes on NIL and how it's working in college baseball and th- the portal and just all of this wild stuff that he has been telling me about that I can't wait to, to visit with him. It's going to blow your mind. It's, I mean, yeah. it's just it's crazy what it's that. the it's the wild wild west in sports right now just the the whole deal yeah. and then some of these kids are getting covid years and stuff like oh that oh my god we got six so, and seven year players out there like, there's yeah. some it's like so saturated with athletes right now it, I mean. yeah it's nuts <laughs> you've got some a 27 year old pitcher going against an 18 year old kid who just graduated high school what, what the hell do you think is going to happen it's just some of that now i think over time that's going to work it that will work itself out because of the covid stuff but but anyhow yeah i look forward to uh to having alan on to to talk about some of this and and yeah. really kind of get a get an inside scoop oh, of love love of how that conversation yeah yeah i have my ideas and all that but i'm still like honestly just such a neophyte when it comes to fully understanding all these you know you know where you've got these collectives and then where they have individual mm-hmm. agreements and like you know what i mean it's like it is a complicated thing man so yeah that's <laughs> yeah. that's gonna be cool man like yeah because i'm, I'm yeah. very intrigued because i've you know, I try to keep my ear to the ground. I'm, I'm listening, but, um, you know, it's still so confusing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, it Let's is, man. Well, it, yeah. it's going a million miles an hour, too. I think that's yeah. part of, of the confusion. And, yeah. you know, you've got to be in that deal to understand it, I think. You know, if you have a son that, or daughter that's that's being courted by some by some collegiate team to play athletics for them it's just a whole different deal it's not anything i understand i've never been a never been a part of that so i i look forward to just kind of getting that yeah. perspective no, that's um, gonna be cool um, from him yeah it's gonna be a yeah, good one. it that's gonna be a it good is one. man it is hey look we i know that we've uh we're we're going to talk and touch on several things. This is just a basically a current event show we decided it to is. do today. It's a, you know not an emergency pod necessarily, no, not at all. but it almost but became an, it almost became an emergency pod. So yesterday, I get a phone call out of nowhere. This is like literally get my times right. It was I think it was uh, ten after. It was two fifty. Yeah, and I know why it was two fifty because I'll tell you in a minute. So it's two fifty. I get a phone call from a good friend of mine, Doolittle, and uh, and he said, "Hey man, I've got this trip that we go on every once in a while. This you know company's taking us out there, and I had they gave me like three spots, and somebody dropped out, um, and we're going down to the Chandelier Islands oh, off of yeah. the coast of Louisiana. Where this is kind of those once in a lifetime type trips. I mean, I hear stories yeah. where you so you get this boat." It was called Due South. I mean, this boat is phenomenal. We get on the boat. We're supposed to be on the boat today about 5.30. They take off at 10. You drive all night. You get out there. You get in flats boats, and you go out there, and you just destroy speckled trout and redfish. Oh. You know, and it's yeah. just supposed to – I've seen the pictures. I was talking to a buddy of mine. has been four times. He said, dude, we'll catch like 60 a session. 
you know, between yeah, speckled I, trout and redfish, you know, I've so. never had, I've never had that opportunity to go to those islands, but I know, of course, I know several people that have and, and, uh, and I love to fish as you know, but dude, yeah, that is a once in a lifetime trip to get to go there and you can absolutely just hammer them, man, just oh, hammer them. God, man. And so dude, you know, I told him, give me 30 minutes. So I knew I needed to call him back, you know, by three twenty. Yeah. And I sit there, and first I'm like, no, there's no way I can do this. I can't do this. This is impossible. I even went in, I was talking to Amanda, and I'm telling her, I was like, oh, this God, this is like a once-in-a-lifetime type deal. Like, he's asked me like three years ago, and he hadn't asked me since. And here he's asking me again. I've already said no once. But I can't go. I can't. Can I? Can't. Can I? Hey, can I go? And, you know, so it's transformed yeah, into, you, you know what? Sometimes you just got to say the heck with it, man. Let's just make it work. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, you know what? With, so within about 15 minutes, I'm going. I'm, I'm it's amazing in. what it's amazing what guided fishing trips will do, and and how much you can move. Uh, God knows that I have been guilty of making some things happen that should not have happened. Oh wait, you can go. Hey, we're going to hack. We're going out of Hackberry tomorrow morning. Oh we're, man, we are smoking the redfish. You think you can show up? Good lord, I don't, <laughs> there's no way in the hell that I can do this. Let me, give me, give me 15 minutes and let me just see if I can work this out. And then, you know, uh, very rarely do I ever say, nope, I can't do it. It's I am- figure out a way. Oh, I yeah. find a way. It's amazing what you can frame up in your mind to make perfect sense. You know what I mean? Like this, this makes perfect sense. <laughs> of course it does. You I'm only going to miss there. like a meeting I had scheduled from last week. I'm only going to miss my son's baseball game. Oh, dude, you know what? These games come around, these fishing events, you know, they do not. You know, like, but yeah, now it was exactly that, that was the toughest part. Honestly, was the baseball game because I like to be every that's game. But it's a tough part. Yeah, but it's fall ball, and this is and that's what I, I, I structured it. I'm like, this is fall ball. This is just developmental ball. They don't even really take it. I mean, we get out there and we work. It's more like a big practice with yeah. scrimmage games. That's the way I view it. So I'm just missing a scrimmage right. game, right? So I'm just not spring ball where it, it all matters. <laughs> <laughs> you can justify it that way. So I understand. I'll wrap, I'll wrap this up. So, so, so excited, man. I'm going and I'm, you know, I can't sleep. It's like a kid, you know, waking up for Christmas Eve on, on Christmas Eve on Christmas day. And, and dude, I get up and dude, I take off. I go down to Bay Bates. I'm, I'm they open at six. I'm there at like six twenty. you know, I'm walking in, <laughs> let's get this. I'm stuff. getting some stuff. I'm talking to them. Dude, I get me another rod. I did not plan to buy another rod, like, but I was like, I'm going <laughs> down there. I'm just going to show up, and so I spend more money you on the rod than I should have. And I get them to line it. I get every. I mean, you know, I'm getting all my stuff. I'm ready to go and uh, get back to the house. And I'm sitting around there, and I'm still also trying to take care of the house. You know, hey, let me do this. Let me grab this. Let me grab. You know, I'm trying to do all I can around there, but also packing at the same time and thinking of yeah. things I need. I go get a shower and I'm going to come out of the shower. I'm going to go pick us up some lunch. Going to come back. We're going to eat lunch and I'm hitting the road and I'm heading west and I'm going to be gone for, you know, Monday night, Tuesday night. And we don't get back till 10 PM on Tuesday night. I mean, I'm sorry, Sunday night and Monday night. I don't get back until 10 on Tuesday. So I'm like, and they like, you could sleep on the boat. I'm like, I'm probably going to do that. I've been sleeping, fishing all morning, fishing all afternoon. I'm probably just going to crash yeah. there and get up and drive back Wednesday morning. So Anyway, I get out of the shower. I'm all ready. Dude, I'm feeling so excited. I mean, I'm trying to act like I'm not too excited, but 
But she knows I'm excited. Yeah. She's cool about it, but I wasn't like moonwalking around the place, but I kind of was. You got and, those butterflies in your stomach, though. Oh, my just God. pure excitement. I mean, and I I'm feeling. I love it. Everything I need, and I'm re going yeah. through my list, and I'm like, I've got one more stop at Bass Pro over there near Spanish mm-hmm. Fort just to really tighten this thing together and get all the things exactly I need from some of the guys that's been like four times that told me, hey, these four, you take these four things with you, I promise you it covers everything and you're going to kill them. And I was like, I'm going to get these. And, uh, dude, I checked my phone and I get a text. And the captain had called him and said, because of the weather, specifically oh. the wind was too high, he is canceling the trip. I'm going to have to reschedule. Oh, man. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, so and I was planning that. on coming. I was going to get there in time and get on the boat because there's Wi-Fi, I found out. We got Wi-Fi access. <laughs> dude, I was going to do our show from the boat and oh, maybe bring the captain been, in there and talk about it. Oh, that would have been so much fun. But it we can still fun. do that whenever this trip yes, we can. reconvenes. I mean, but that is a – that's a that's Yeah, that a was a long idea. story long, but anyway, that's the story. No, so. but I, look, it, I mean, that opens up a whole can of worms. There's just nothing better than, than the preparation for a fishing trip <sighs> and get, getting in there, the excitement of it, especially – Especially when, uh, for me, it's saltwater fishing, like like you were going to go do. I grew up Toledo Bend, bass fishing, doing all of that. I love doing that second nature. Yeah, and I get and I get fired up for bass fishing, of course, but not as fired up as I get whenever I get to go catch some reds, catch some specks, catch some flounder, and uh, and I've gone out caught mangrove snapper and all that stuff too. Oh. You know, I mean, it's yeah. just. There's just something a little bit different. You don't zero if you go out in the Gulf of Mexico or you fish no. in the March. Like, you you can zero bass fishing. You can have a day where you don't catch a damn thing, nothing, you know, except for a sunburn, and that's all you get. If you don't catch it, you're going to catch a hard-head, a hard-head catfish yeah, but, at worst. Yeah, and on, you know, I mean, when you go on a back the back I mean, you're probably going to reel up a shark. I mean, how cool yeah. is that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, who cares if you're eating it or not? It's all about the fight and the fun of it, dude. I, yeah. I have not, I have not fished as much in 2023 as I like to do. In fact, I've hardly fished any. It's been I fished more than I fished in 20 years in 2023. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah, right. really. I mean, you know what? 20 is probably probably 30 years. Like, really, I, wow. I've got into that surf fishing, and that's what I've been doing a lot of. I did in the spring, and then now I'm firing it back up in the fall. And, dude, it's yep, so fun. To yep. I just realized, I don't know why this didn't, this didn't resonate with me earlier. It's like, dude, you get to go down there. You get to hang out on the beach, which I've always been, like, okay with. But now I'm fishing. And it's like, okay, I'm fishing. And everybody's happy. We're chilling on the beach. We can play some bocce ball. You set your pole yeah. in. You just Watch wait. And- you just wait. And then, hey, yeah. next thing you know, here comes a giant pompano. Boom. You know, <laughs> like, and then you go back to hanging out and chilling. And then you're catching fish. It's like the greatest comedy. And then you get to go out there and get some sand fleas with your bucket. It's like a whole involved yeah. process. You know what I mean? So I never understood. Like to do that. Yeah. I don't know why whenever I lived there, we didn't do that more often. I don't and know why. I, I you know, especially me. I love fishing. I didn't have the equipment for it. You me know, either. I, and I started I, I, asking. And I realized gear. you didn't need much. You know what I mean? It's like you don't need a whole lot. I was like, okay. I was thinking I'd see these buggies. I was like, oh, my God. That's, I'm probably Yeah, you don't have to have to all of that. Stuff. No, you yeah. don't. I, I walk out there with everything I need, and I, I can still hold my beer in my hand. You know what I mean? Like, I'm good. Like, you know, so I've got But it. those buggies are convenient looking with those big old. But they're convenient. It's like, the, you have to, like lunar landers. Oh, lunar my, landing tires. 
my old neighbors, he, he got one and he's a, everything he does, he likes to have the best of, right? So he gets one, yeah. it's a fine one, but he doesn't like it because it only has a single axle. So he orders his own axle, <laughs> drills the holes and installs a dual axle system. Made that so tandem. Got, yes, he did. So got, <laughs> and it is he carry great. weight with that deal now. Yeah. It's fun, until the problem with South Walton, think about every beach access, almost every one of them. You got to go down those stairs. That's true. <laughs> that yeah, doesn't go down those stairs too well. That is, oh, and it really yeah, doesn't that, go up them very well. And I realized I was going to get one too until I saw all that, and I was like, hey, no, "Yeah, I figured tailed. out how to do this with backpack coolers and with you know things I and put it together." And I use a simple chair that I yeah. can strap over a tiny one. Small dude, I got my pole. I mean, I got it. Like I can walk to the beach and have everything I need, and I can have three yeah, poles. I, I can have two poles out there and have one for just casting if like some fish come by. So, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, I'll be dang. Yeah, dude. I was at. Uh, I, I like to whenever I'm near the beach. I like to take that morning walk and watch watch the sunrise and just, you know, uh, when I was in Pensacola a, a few weeks ago, I, I did that and man, I saw so many fish. There was no one on the beach, no one fishing in there. I didn't have a rod and reel anywhere near me. But I was just watching schools of fish. I don't know what they were. They were just going crazy. But they were they were big. They looked good too. And if you'd have had that rod and reel, oh, you would have smoked something. No just doubt. a little, just a little spoon on there. You just throw right in there. Oh yeah, action. Gold on. or silver? What do you like? So down at the beach, I've started using. I I use silver more. You know, okay. and I've used yeah. one. There's one I specifically get in the back of. It's been kind of. Uh, engraved i guess along the back and so it sends off some extra you know shimmy, you know yeah it oh, almost yeah, looks little. like fish scale you know what i mean it has a fish scale silver look and i like that guy and dude we tore it up probably a month or so ago like the kids were there and the day we're throwing every time those schools of fish are come through there boom we're catching big lady mm-hmm. fish and you know at the time we were just catching all kind of crazy stuff but uh Pompano are starting oh, to yeah. bite. I caught a pompano and grilled it for dinner Friday night. And oh, it's, it's, it's nothing a, better than time some of the good year. old fresh fish. Look, folks, if y'all are listening to this, uh, leave us a leave us a comment on a, on a, on the show. If you like fishing, where do you like to fish? Do you like salt water? Do you like fresh water? Do you want to hear us talk more about fishing? I can do multiple multiple shows on fishing. In fact, uh, I know some pro bass fishermen. They will be coming on the show as guests at some point, uh, working on that. They're all in the woods right now. Like when 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 the pro bass fishermen, when their season ends in like July, August, depending on on uh, on the the league that they're in, those boys get after some deer hunting. Like that is that's all that they do. They don't pick up another rod, real. Some of them guide and stuff like that, but most of them go to the woods you can't talk to them like they're impossible to get even get a hold of (laughs) until at night you know they're they're out there from sunrise to sunset and not answering the phone uh at all and certainly not going to do a podcast from a tree stand though that would be fun uh, I don't think it would be very effective or a good use of their time, but, but I, but I look forward to having the, having more conversations about fishing. So I hope you guys out there like to fish. Cause we're definitely going to be jumping a little bit more into that with some guests and talk some techniques and stuff like that. While I'm mentioning it, one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to all of the time, never. And, and for some reason, 
I didn't mention it, I don't believe, whenever we uh, did our podcast about podcasts, kind of where Bubba uh, found us and, and all. I didn't mention my favorite show that I listen to is called Bass Talk Live. It's uh, it's just a bass fishing show, but they have all of the best guests and stuff like that on there. And you can listen to them on YouTube and, and, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. But I listen to that religiously and get a lot of good information on bass fishing. There's been some controversial topics this year, uh, especially this summer, now that we're in the off period uh, with live scope forward-facing sonar and stuff like that. I have a lot of questions. I have opinions about it as well. I don't think it's great for the sport personally, but I understand that these companies have to sell a product and they sponsor these folks and also they're kind of in a bass fishing is in an interesting place at the moment. Who do you cater to? Do you cater to the anglers? Do you cater to these technology companies, these tech and, and, uh, and all of that. So I don't know a lot to talk about in bass fishing. So not going to go on a tangent there. You know, I'll tell you this with, with bass fishing, bass fishing, like the last I watched a tournament, I don't know six months ago or something and dude i was watching the way they were like doing that tournament like it, it, i felt like i grew up bass fishing like i was playing a uh the first nintendo and they were yeah. playing on a playstation 5 and it was like <laughs> yeah. and it's also the same frustration where i go uh, i mean i know i can still I, I, know, I still catch fish you know what i mean but like man yeah. they're, they're they're just operating on a whole different operating system now on how they fish and how they go after them yeah they are the the (laughs) common the common guy can't go out there and and do what they are doing because they're they're gonna kick your butt dude they're way too many oh they're gonna smoke you yeah Yeah, they have the technology and they know how to use it now i mean you you gotta you you can't just have that put it on a boat and and go out there and do it you have to understand what you're looking at what you're doing that's what they do they're like experts that's exactly what it is they are. And that's what they call it. It's what they label it, video game fishing. And that's what they're doing. People don't want to watch them just looking down, fishing and looking down at a screen. They're not throwing to a stump. They're not hitting this bend of a creek because it does this and does that. They're literally just looking video and finding game fishing. the fish yeah. and, then fi- and then catching them. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, it is. I'd like to see them have some kind of a mix at some point where that isn't allowed in some tournaments, like the Bassmaster Classic. Yeah, the biggest, the Super Bowl of bass fishing. No forward-facing sonar. No one can use it. It, it just kind of. Well, you got to limit the that field technology back. at some point. You got to say you're going to have to. Golf's had to do it a little bit, even yeah. with the range finders, which I think are nice. It just speeds up play, but they start adding slope and all that. It's like, whoa, that's too much. You know what I mean? Like, right. you need to, right. I know it's 150 yards, but you need to figure out how much uphill that is or how much downhill that is. <laughs> By looking at it, you know what I mean? Using a little bit of your skill set, you know, because yeah. I know that all these guys can walk it off and they're going to basically give you the same number that GPS just gave you. And it saves yep. time. So let's just, they're all great at that. But hey, you're going to do the slope, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to limit that stuff, you know? Man, I tell you, speaking of golf, what mm. a disaster for the United States of America in the Ryder Cup, huh? Man, I it mean. was. It was, uh, it was, dude, it was a disaster. Like, see, I didn't watch Thursday. Was it Thursday, the first round or Friday? Yeah. Friday. I didn't watch that. Um, but Saturday morning I woke up and saw how far behind they were. I was just like, is yeah. this even possible? And it was just, it, they, it, they dug themselves the most, like the biggest hole, like to try to come back from like, what was it? Uh, the, 
10 to 6 was the greatest comeback in Ryder Cup history, both right. by the Americans and the Europeans had done it in different years. I think yep. I want to say somewhere like, uh, I can't remember, like in the 90s and somewhere around 2012. But they were down 10.5 to 5.5 entering into the final day with the final pairings. Dude, well, you know what's crazy? They made drama of it, though, at the end. You they know? did. But you, they, but you they, can't get that kind of a hole and expect no. to come back. Like, cause they had a great afternoon, but dude, you're, you're down little too, little too oh late. Oh my God. You got your butt yeah. kicked on the first. I mean that th- those Europeans came tone. out balling. They, they did. always do, man. They, they always do. do. They play especially the when they, so play, well. they, they do, they play the Ryder cup well. And especially when it's in Europe, they always, you know, <laughs> they, and that's kind of, that's the fun of it. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens here in a couple of years when it swings, that's swings it. back. I mean, i there is some. There are some, uh, I've seen some tweets or X's, whatever you want to call them. There are some pissed off Americans talking about keeping their receipts and they won't forget this and that just drama in the golf world, man. But, uh, Dude, there, were but a match, there was a match or two there late in the game where if when I think it was, uh, what's his name? Um, Fleetwood and Tricky Ricky Fowler. At that yeah. point, like that match was important. Everything was like, guys, if we can get over and get back in, like Americans might can pull this off. And it would be the greatest comeback in Ryder Cup history. <laughs> yeah. And then it was a par four and it was drivable, but that green is surrounded by water on the right side. Oh. And Ricky tees off first and Ricky hits one and he's trying to fade it in there a little bit. And the water's on the right side. And he overcuts her a little bit. So he's in the water. And then uh, Fleetwood gets up there. He doesn't just he doesn't just hit a good shot. Dude, he hammers one. I mean, it, green's reachable. This is a par four still. Hammers one, takes it right at it. Like, he's like, whatever. Dude, he hits it up there like 20 feet from the hole on a par four. Wow. And then obviously – you know, Ricky, he, he misses the putt, but birdies and Ricky has to knock it in. It's his third shot coming out of right, water. Right. That ended it. You know what I mean? That ended it. It was like, well, it, somebody made that move. Like if Ricky had hit that shot, like that would, that would have probably propelled them. And then, you know, speed still on the course. Like they, they would have got this information and like, dude, it could have, it could have happened. It could have, could have ignited it. Was it. it was very close because yeah. they just won a few matches and won a few holes. There were like four or five holes in a row with different players that had just all gone for the United States. And it was like, you could feel the crowd was shifting and it was like, they were starting to get a little nervous. They were getting very nervous. And then, but then they, you know, prevailed. So there was some drama then. There was some late drama to be that far behind. A fan who looked like Colonel Sanders took, took off across (laughs) the the green and jumped in the water. That was fun. That was great. That was was funny as I saw it and they showed him and I was watching, I was walking through the den and I was, and then they they were showing them. I was like, wait, what, what did I just see? And I had to rewind it. I was like, I just saw an old man run across the golf course. He's and living they tried to his chase best him life. for a minute. They try to chase him and they like, let, let him go. He's, he's not trying there. to hurt anybody. He's, he's just jumping fun. in the water, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, awesome. imagine it was awesome. That, that was, that was a highlight for me. I mean, that dude, those Europeans, man. We take it serious, and there, there's it seems to be a little more niche in America. There are golf fans, and the golf fans are like baseball fans; they're purists. Yeah, they, you know they 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 are like that. I have several a guy, David Ware, who's 
contributed to the show multiple times. Huge golf fan. I'd, I'd love to have his take on this Ryder Cup. Uh, but man, no man, it's 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 the Ryder Cup, and you know, and and college a lot of emotion took over it. Like I forgot it was even happening. Like again, it was Saturday morning. I woke up at like four o'clock in the morning, and thank God because they were in the middle of that match and. And I was watching. I was like, "Oh wow, you know." But I get, I did get to watch it. I watched it then, and I watched it this morning. Um, that that finish was was cool. But they 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 just got outplayed, man. Like it's just that yeah. simple. Max Homa though for the United States, that dude balled out, man. He was the MVP of the United States. Yeah. I mean, he kept that thing rolling. Like you know, hey, look at me, guys. I'm winning. Just do what I'm doing. Y- y'all can win too. You know what I mean? And so. He inspired some people, even though they got so far down. They never quit. They showed a lot of grit. So I'll give them – dude, I'll actually give them a lot of props. They got into a bad spot and tried to battle they back. Tried, and tried almost to, did. They, they battled. Almost did. Yes, they give battled. Them that. They, 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 they did never battle. quit. There was no quitting that team. That mullet from Sam Burns with the USA in it, though. I mean, they, he's an LSU guy. He's a – you know <laughs> – I, I know, know no folks guy. who know. Yeah. yeah, he is. He is. Yeah, and uh, I like Sam you know, Burns. But yeah, Sam. I love Sam Burns. He's fantastic. But but not a good look. He got pumped up one time. I think somebody in the crowd said something to him. I think it was yesterday, and uh, he had a putt. I don't know what they said, but dude, he made that putt. And dude, he went. And this is kind of out of character for him. He went kind of nuts. I don't know if you've seen the footage. <laughs> I have not. Oh, he was just like you know. What did he say? He looked at him like super intense, and he was like, "What do you want to say now? What do you want to say now?" I mean, he was like, <laughs> "I love it." And I'm I pretty sure he dropped an f bomb in there, and they oh. kind of reworked. I mean, he was fired up, and he was like, "Let's go, let's go." I mean, dude, it was. I was like, "Whoa, he's getting after those Europeans, uh, dude." Those Europeans, they talk some serious, serious shit to those golfers. I mean, they, it's they got to him, whatever they said. But he yeah. made the putt, and then he ran. <laughs> I thought it was great. I think it's cool when people get like that. And it's like oh, Colin yeah, Montgomery yeah. used to come over here and then heckle him up there yep. around New York and all, yeah, like the New Jersey area. But dude. I think it's cool, and like you know, it I mean, is cool. It's fun. It it, it fun. adds a it adds sometimes another dynamic. It, it can be too to much, the sport, but like <laughs> yeah, add some add some juice to this game. You know, there is de- it definitely adds some juice to it. That's for sure. It makes it it makes it fun. But oh, it's like it's anyhow. like watching Boo Weekly that year in the Ryder Cup, wrapping up the Ryder Cup when yep. he came off that tee box riding that golf club like a horse. You know yep. what I mean? <laughs> riding you know? the pony. And, you know, he made some good – we got to find out these dogs can hunt. And then he – another quote, boys, these dogs can hunt. You know what I mean? Like, yep, dude, like yep, yep. I just, I, I just thought hey, that hey, is, hey. that's good stuff. That They're not doing that in a normal tournament, you know? Very true. Very yeah. true, yeah. That, very true. It, it, it adds that team dynamic to it. And then you, you put countries behind oh, man. it. And then the passion comes out. And, uh, yeah, yeah. A lot, lot of pride. A lot of pride, a lot of pride, and then look. Let's let's wrap it up. I know that you had mentioned, uh, and we've we've seen some some news that has come out from from Las Vegas. It kind of yeah. not going doesn't kind of go with what we've all talked about here, but we'd be remiss to not mention uh, they made an arrest in the Tupac Shakur murder from 1996. Man, I mean that's the year I graduated high school. I remember it like it was yesterday. Love Tupac was jamming them then, you know, and this oh, yeah. all of the beef, all of the rumors, 
all of that stuff. And then, you know, as they say, what you do in the night will come to light. That's and, it. I, I can't and, believe it took this long, though, because they've known forever who did this. It's just trying yes. to get some proof. They've the known dude is, forever. He, he's said that he did it. Uh, like in 2018, he's, he's bragged he interviewed. about it. Yeah he, yeah. he got diagnosed with cancer, and for some reason in his mind, he thought that he had he was granted immunity because he had cancer. Like, <laughs> I swear he did. And then and then he sits there and basically con- he confesses. He was in the car. He was in the passenger seat on the front. His uh, nephew, Orlando, and some other dude are in the back seat. Yep. And some one of them, too, he didn't identify which one, I think. But Orlando, probably, who you know, they were already – uh, they were all because they were all South Side Crips, and right? Dude, they pulled right. up on him and they shot him, and of course somebody shot him. Like right, they died. Yeah. He died. Like you know, what I mean, like yeah. And this is the guy that tells you exactly how they did it. And it was a white Cadillac. They were in a white Cadillac. I mean, it's like he was. I can't there. believe it took this long, man. How, how, how did it take this long? And the I guy who no actually idea. shot him, he died in like ninety eight or ninety nine. He died like right, right, a year or two later. And but but oh, Keefe D. Yeah, just they got hit. to run in that trap too much. <laughs> he man. did. He thought that he cancer did. You'll immunity see. was a real thing, and it ain't. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> it was interesting to hear uh, the Las Vegas police chief going over the case. Apparently, he's been on it. He, he looked like he was our age, basically, but I guess he was fresh on the force whenever that okay, that first happened because he he said he's been with that this the the entire time and, uh, and, and the details that he laid out about how it was. I mean, hell, they made documentaries 15 years ago that told all of the same stuff. Like, I don't, it, it's, it's just crazy. now, it's crazy. It, it yeah. is. But it's some justice, I'm, I'm sure, you know, for Tupac's family and all. It's, it's yeah. great to finally I, get some justice in this because that dude, a little closure. Because that dude was like the shot caller and from yeah. the Southside District. And he yeah, had he the main members dude. from the Southside District with him. So, who made that call? in the gang world, right? He did. He made that he call made and they, they yep. shot the gun. Like, of course he didn't shoot, the, but he killed it. He had him killed. You know what I mean? He, he made that killed. call. He yeah. didn't do that without him knowing. He didn't go, what are you doing? Like, you know, no, no, just the shot caller made the call and the shot caller has now been arrested. You know, what's something that that's interesting as you look back and, and at the time, like Tupac was a little bit older than me, not much, but a, a little bit older than me. And, he seemed so much older at the time. You know, when I was 18, I felt he was probably like 25 or something like that, but he might as well have been 50 as far as I was concerned. It's just like, but when you look back, man, he was just a kid trying to figure things out in life, you know, just like I was in my twenties and like everybody else was. And it's, it's just sad that, that we lost such a, a talent like him he was over some I mean, nonsense no tell, over a bunch of nonsense there's no telling what he would have done he would have i don't know if his musical career it would have always been there kind of like an ll cool j in a sense or or some of those who've crossed over to or be go, actors or gone more like a dre route you know like and yeah and yeah just but i think he would have been an yeah i think he would have been an actor i mean he was fantastic justice so good man he was so talented and he had this ability, like, and I've always tried to find out, like, like thinking about Tupac, because, I mean, his music was awesome. Dude, his lyrics were so yeah. good. It was like, it was actually thoughtful stuff. If you sit there and listen to what he's saying, it's like, man, this mm-hmm. is, this is, this were, anybody can relate to this. You don't have to be just from a certain place to relate. I don't know what he's talking about. Everybody can relate to his music. It was so relatable. Yeah. And then he was so relatable. You looked at him 
He's like almost like that best friend you that you him. had growing. Yeah, you liked him, man. You just he immediately liked ability. him just by looking at him. Yeah, you know? he's like, dude, it's like he, and, and he had his flaws, and it's like, but sure. dude, I, but but everybody knew it's like, oh, that's a good dude. You know what I mean? Like, he is, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted to, you wanted you wanted to be around him. He smiled. He was happy. He was just a go lucky fellow, you know. Yeah. But we'll wrap it up here uh, with, with that. But man, I tell you, we're missing Jr. You know, hate I'll. I, I, I love it when we talk about music and kind of hate it whenever we do and we don't have him because he has such an interesting perspective. Oh, man, he would have, he would have come about in with so many different like, slants <laughs> on those. I mean, he would have come yeah. in with different angles. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, that's it. I mean, you got to go out with Tupac. on. No, me and, actually, hold on. Before we end, Jimmy Carter turned 99. Oh, week, yeah. Man. Yeah. And it's his birthday. And so happy birthday, Jimmy Carter. I mean, he's right there. I think at the end of end of his, uh, um, you know, time here on earth, it's coming up. It sounds like, talk, you know, listen to the family talk. But, dude, I yeah. always was a fan of Jimmy Carter. I like what he did with Habitat for Humanity. And, you know, his presidency was, you know, like, uh, it was terrible or whatever. But, like, man, what he did post-presidency, like, I thought was great. I got to yes. hear him. I got to go to, I think I've told you that before, to Plains, Georgia. Yeah, to, go, to their church. To, Didn't dude, you go to a Sunday a school? Ch- tiny country church out in the middle of nowhere in Plains, Georgia, just outside of America. So, I mean, nowhere. Just a little tiny country church, and you walk up there, and Jimmy Carter teaches you Sunday school. And I went to a Sunday school <laughs> it's class. amazing. I thought it was phenomenal. I still got my Jimmy Carter button. But anyway, happy birthday That's to so Jimmy cool. Carter. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw him and, uh, and his wife. They had a picture, a video from like two couple years ago they made some they had to they wanted to just see something in town that was going on i don't even remember what it was and you know they were like in a in a in a convertible or whatever they they were they were lo- aged and looking old you know i mean that's they are old he's they been around a minute man old. he's been around yes, a minute yeah they they both have but then i saw another one it was sweet man uh they just look so kind of little in that suburban, you know, but they wanted, they still wanted to go out and wave to the people and all and all. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I wasn't alive or I was barely alive whenever he was the president of the United States. So I, I can't comment on whether he was good, bad or indifferent, but I agree with you 100% his work after his presidency, especially with the, the Habitat for Humanity and just the genuine good person. Oh, a life well that lived. He, that man. he is. Life a well life lived. well lived. And yeah. he gave back so much to Americans and, and to, to especially to the people there in his small town in, in Georgia. I mean, they're proud of him. They should be proud of him. He's, uh, you know, he, he was, he's as good of a man as you can be. So, yes, happy birthday to Jimmy Carter. No doubt, man. No doubt. Well, look, we'll wrap it up here. This has been a show just kind of talking a little bit about everything, a therapy session, I guess, if you will, in a sense. I feel better. I feel better. I had to get some of that LSU stuff out of me. I appreciate you allowing me uh, allowing me to do that. I, I feel a little better that, you know. I'm glad you feel better, buddy. I feel better. I feel better. I think. I feel, I think I feel we, pretty we dang get good back in after this weekend. I'm saying we're operating in two different zones, but good for you. You work through it. And yeah. Same. Yeah. If, if this is reversed from this weekend, you'd be doing the same for me. And it I damn well, it, it, yeah. it, we may be reversing be roles here. It could be. It could be. So time will tell. Time will tell. But anyhow, 
appreciate everybody. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow the show everywhere that you're listening. Leave us a review. Do all of that stuff. Leave some comments on this show uh, on on things that we've talked about, things you'd like to see, and all of that good stuff. So with all of that said, we'll see you next week. <laughs>